Oh, I'm a dirty butt doctor, doing everything I can. And when I go out for lunch, I order dirty butt doctor ham. Oh, yeah, I'm a proctologist, running from the law, I'm on the lam. And if they find out what I did, I'll face the electric chair, my friend. It's the comedy podcast, the comedy what cast, the comedy woke. It might not be the moment you were waiting for, but it is, in fact, a moment. It's the Comedy Podcast. The podcast all about jokes, humor, creating laughter, and creating possible material for a stage. As I am a stand-up comedian, um, as well a new dad and a rapper, but more importantly, I am James Hammond. That's my name. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's who I am. I, uh, what did I do today? Sunday. I transplanted some stuff in the garden. Actually, that first song there, the Dirty Butt Doctor, I'd watch that movie. A proctologist on the lamb from the cops. Like, sometimes he's... I like to start every podcast off with a ridiculous song that's not based on anything, really. Just kind of zaniness. And uh, that one, pretty solid. That could win a Grammy. The Dirty Butt Doctor. Dirty Butt Doctor, man. The movie. You know? He's a proctologist on the run. No one knows what he's done but him. And all his victims. I don't know. It'd be a bad movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it, but... I'd make the soundtrack for it. That's for sure. Anyway, this is... This is... Anytime I can't think of a joke or anything to really say, I just revert back to repeating the name of the podcast. Yeah. This is the Comedy Podcast. But for anyone listening out there, uh, I do do stand-up comedy. Um, not so much live right now due to the lockdown. But if you want to um, order a comedy bit... For a friend's birthday, Christmas, Valentine's, any occasion, really. All the good holidays have passed. You know, just if you want to give someone a nice gift, send me some info on them, and I'll make a comedy, a specialized comedy bit for you. Personalized comedy messages is what I'm working with now. So hit me up, and I'll do that for you at jameshammondcomedy at hotmail.com. I've been doing a couple. It's pretty fun. It's really good. Get some dirt get some dirt on people, and then you make jokes about it, or, or just kind of about the things there. Anyway, whatever. I don't need to explain that kind of stuff. But here on the show, uh, what we do is also uh, very inspired by the sweet, sweet green leaf Bob Marley stuff. So let's get that into our chest. Zest in our chest. Let's do it, folks. I'm a little bit all over the place today. It's been a wild day. I'll tell you about it in a sec. Just got to find a operational lighter. A lot of podcasters are afraid of dead air, you know? They'll go back through their podcast and edit out dead air or there's just no sound i mean i was, i used to work in radio i was fired for being having dead air you know it was only like 10 seconds but still i don't think i deserved it whatever i'm used to it i'm not too worried about it. I, I like to sit in silence sometimes the sounds of silence that song by paul simon and the editor guy garfunkel great name not a great singer but uh yeah that uh the sounds of that that's just what i like the sounds of, i can sit in those sounds of silence it's, mm-hmm just me realizing that it's not like the, the the joke I was possibly trying to make is not funny. That could be funny for you listening. I mean, like, so anyway, did you hear the one about the ah? Uh, never mind. I'll just uh, move on to doing something different with my life. But anyway, I got some great coffee here. Um, if you're in Ontario near Toronto, hit up Orangeville, Mooberry's Coffee. It's so good. You can pick from like a thousand, if not a thousand, you know, twenty different kinds. It's awesome. I got the Guatemalan. It's a dark roast. I drink so much more coffee now that I don't drink booze. It's way more addicting, right? 
Like, I seriously, I would use, I used to drink a shit ton. When I woke up in the morning, the last thing I wanted to do was drink. Some people would be like, oh, you got hair of the dog, man. You got to drink that beer in the morning to kill the hangover. I'm like, no, that's just a, that's a bad idea. It makes me, I, I would try that and I would just get instantly back to like blackout drunk. It'd be like eight in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing on top of the roof with my shirt off singing Neil Diamond songs? You know, it's like, yeah, it's not a good idea. Coffee, though. Yeah, I wake up in the morning and it's just like coffee. I just go to it. It's like I'm drawn to it. It's like it's calling me. Come make me, James. Come make me. Take me from the can. Put me in the French press. Boil the water. Burn me with it and drink me up. It's just like, what? what, what what's going on? Also, I'll come to out of a sleep and I'll just be like on my way to the kettle. Like, yeah, I guess I'm making coffee, right? And I, I, never, I don't even enjoy it that much. It's just kind of a tradition. It's like something to do, you know? I mean, I do enjoy coffee. It's good. But, you know, I'm, it's... Definitely affecting me negatively. You know, I get all spazzy. I'm hyperactive as it is. I don't need more energy. Maybe I do. I don't know. See, just this thought process. My pattern of thinking, that's because I've had like 30 fucking coffees today. I blame everything on the coffee. It's great, actually. It's it's the only drug you can blame stuff on and get away with it. Yeah, coffee. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Oops, didn't mean to do that. My coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to... (laughs) Didn't mean to throw my girlfriend out of flight of stairs. I hadn't had my coffee yet today. All right, well, I'm a judge, and I respect that because I also, too, have not had my coffee in the morning and have been quite angry and bothered and have thrown my significant other down a flight of stairs as well. And everyone celebrates. You know, it's just, um, yeah, people get away with shit by saying, oh, sorry, I didn't have my coffee. It was a, Brenda's a huge bitch today. Yeah, I know. I caught her at the water cooler. She was just going off. Yeah, I was like, well, she didn't have her coffee. Fair enough. Fair enough, you know. But, um. Yeah, it's good stuff. How did they figure that out? The first person to chug back some coffee, just burnt beans on a hill. It has to be after a fire. It's always after fire. Whenever there's fires, it's always, what the fuck is this cat doing? He always wants pets. That's the thing with cat. You know, I, 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 can't, I can't do a podcast without being interrupted by a damn cat. You know? Anyway, where was I? Burnt beans on it. Yeah, if coffee had to have come from, like, after just, like, a horrible fire. Like a forest fire. Everyone's walking through. Like, the village, it's burnt. It's like, no. Everything. Oh, our beans, our beautiful bean plants. No. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, I got to drink some water. Then, like, some of the coffee, the boiling coffee drip juice falls into the cup the guy's drinking. It's like, oh, my God. This is delicious. Maybe there will be some good from this fire. Everyone starts rejoicing. You start roasting coffee. And that's the story of Guatemala, the country. You know, there was a huge fire. Then afterwards, someone accidentally got some burnt bean juice in their water and was like, hey, this is decent. And then they worked with it. I don't know. Was coffee invented in Guatemala? Probably Africa, right? Everyone thinks everything's from Africa. They go, Africa. That's because there's no history of this side of the world, you know, North and South America from back then, at least like written or written about. So everyone's just like, oh, yeah, it's got to be Africa. But then it's maybe this trip was going on here at the same time, right? Maybe. Was there? Is there any sign? Jamie? We had a Jamie here? No, I don't have a person working for me. Just to tell me um, facts. So I got to kind of make them up. on Making up facts is great. I mean, real facts is the best. The truth, awesome. But, I mean, I'm doing a, a comedy podcast. So it's a bendable thing, you know? <laughs> the truth can bend. It's like a piece of, fine piece of metal. And I'm a welder. I'm just I'm welding the hell out of the truth here today, folks. But, um, yeah. Cat, this cat's just sitting beside me. And whenever I pet him, he hisses at me. So I don't get it. It's like he wants to get pet, but then I pet him and then he hisses at me. He hisses at me, you know? It's like a chick that I would like, you know, dance with you at a bar, make out with you, 
And then just be like, get away from me. You're like, all oh, right. And that just happened to me a couple times, right? Like they sobered up in the, the middle of dancing with you or making out with you. Like, what am I doing? Jesus. I was making out with a girl once at this place called the Jimmy Jazz. And um, you're on the dance floor. Then she started kissing me. Always the chicks would start kissing me. I don't really go for the kiss anymore. Because it was just, you, you get rejected too many times. You know, I'm just going to let a girl make the first move. You know, you kind of put your face out there. You know, maybe grab a, rub a bit of ass, you know? Not like rub, like grab, right? And uh, let them go for it, you know? That was, uh, that's what I, that was my move, you know? So, uh, and uh, we're, make, she's, we're making out pretty heavily. I remember one of the bouncers was actually like, nice, dude. And that's when I knew I was kind of like, what's going on? Like, am I being a... Like, the bouncers say nice, and generally bouncers are douchebags. I don't want a douchebag thing. what I'm doing. It's not, I'm like, whatever. Anyway, so we're making out, and this girl just, like, stops. She looks at me, and she goes, like, oh, oh, no, 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 and just, like, walks away. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what was that about? No, 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 no. Like, they were scolding a dog that had just eaten a cake off a table. No, no, no. Like, that, that was... Like, maybe she had a boyfriend, I looked like her boyfriend, and then she was just like, no, no, no in herself. But it felt like she was no, like, no, not this guy. No, no. No! <laughs> it was harsh. Definitely did not boost the ego. Could I could 100% say I did not get an elevated ego from that experience. You know? Anyway. I think, you know, a lot of people rip on Asian people, Chinese especially these days, which is not good. I mean, just rip on everyone evenly. You know, I guess uh, that's my go-to. But some people, they always been um, easy targets, I guess, for the people. People go, oh, and Asian, Asian people eat dogs. Asian people eat dogs and cats. And you go, okay, dogs, that's fucked up. Whoever, that's crazy. Why would they eat dogs? And people always say, that, like, really, they eat dogs, right? But you never hear anyone say, oh, cats. Why would they eat cats? Because we get that, right? Like, fuck cats. Not like, honest. I mean, you're a nice cat, buddy, Puma. But like, if I had to eat you, for sure. I'm having cat barbecue. You know what I mean? I'm going to barbecue, roast you up on a barbie. Just chomp, chomp, chomp. If you have to. Not that like, I'm dreaming about it or waiting for the day. I don't have it marked on the calendar with an X. Like, cat barbecue day. It's going to be great. But, you know, um, maybe they just had enough. Like, it's thinking about how much money do you spend on a cat in a year? A lot. I think Asian people are just smart to be like, fuck that. Hey, you know what? You guys realize that we were spending money on something that could feed us? Like, fuck that. It's like, yeah, that's stupid. And they don't care about us. If you fell into a river, a cat would just sit there and go, meow. It probably wouldn't even meow. It would just lick itself. Hmm. You know? Chase a butterfly. At least a dog is going to run in after you, you know? Or stand by the side, like, being sad. That dog stood by the side of the river where his owner fell in for the next three months till it starved to death. You know, you always hear stories like that on the news. Dogs stained by the, the body of their previous owner. I don't know. I don't watch the news all too much, but uh, cats would not do that. So pretty ahead of their time, I think, actually. Like c cutting out a huge dent in the budget. Our houses smell like shit, and we got kitty litter. Like what kind of medical issues are us as humans getting from just being around kitty litter all the time? That can't be good. It's a bunch of cat piss-infused... Fucking litter? Like, that's ridiculous. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, please, shit more in the corner. I love it when you do that. You know, my cat does it. Oh, it's just, God damn it, yeah. I don't know. You always just hear these miraculous stories, miracle stories of people on the Internet who've uh, trained their cats to take a dump in the toilet. 
right? Yeah, it was easy. I just put the kitty litter box in the toilet, and then eventually I took it away, and then I just started pooing in the the bathroom. It's like, buddy, that's, and like, I don't know what to even think. Like, I guess that's cool, but I don't want a cat ass on my toilet seat. Do you know, I was actually looking up, like, what diseases you can catch by cats. Cat herpes, that exists. There's a form of herpes that cats have that can that they can actually transmit to humans. Cat to human herpes, right? So if you're a single person, like a single cat lady or a single cat dude who somehow managed to find themselves with a nasty case of herpes, it's probably from your cat, you know? Just rubbing his butt on your pillow before you fall asleep. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't want a cat using the same toilets. So next thing you know, you're, they'll be using your toothbrush, your comb, your razor. They'll come in there just shaving their face like meow. And you're like, what the fuck? You do not get equal time in the bathroom, cat. It's not how this relationship works. We feed you. You're supposed to purr. You know, it's just cats. They they want too much, you know? You had a musical made about you, all right? A couple of them. And a movie. Really shitty. I never watched it. I didn't have to. At least you knew that the musical about cats was pretty shitty. And then the movie that they were going to base on it, it was going to be really even shittier. And there's some movies you don't have to watch to know they're going to be garbage. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, why are they doing that, you know? It's like when you see a couple having sex in a park. Like, why are they doing that? You know, or in like a public public space. You know, I remember I was at a football practice when I was young in a, a Guelph Lake conservation area fields. There's these sports fields near Guelph Lake and Guelph, Ontario. Guelph, Guelph, Guelph. And uh, yeah, there was this van just rocking back and forth. And we were all standing there after football practice. Like, hey, what are they doing? They're just doing. Hey, come on. Parents were like, well, I just can't believe that now. Hey, you know, it's just ridiculous, you know. And then someone's. Mom stepped up and was like, hey, if it wasn't for that, none of us would be here. And we all started laughing. That kind of dispersed the crowd. But not Jimmy. I was, like, in- investigating. Like, I want to see some boobs. Like, I was, I wanted to. Right? I don't know. Am I, he, that's the thing. This is a tough conversation to ever have with, with a parent, even because your parents don't even really give you a sex talk, let alone, like, should you look into a van at strangers having sex talk? You know, you don't get that. So I saw this van rocking back and forth. And I, sure enough, I... I come up, I look in the window, I see some some movement. I'm like, oh, he ducked back down, I look around, and I see some more movement. Like, There's another kid there with me, too. I forget his name. Some guy on my football team. Another horny perv, whatever. And uh, he picks up, a, no, I pick up a stick, and I start hitting the side. And he grabs, we start hitting the side of the van with a stick to, like, lure out the naked girl. We're like, yeah, 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 she'll come out with her boobs. And we start hitting, and then, like, the dude opens up the door. He's like, hey, we were on the other side, luckily. And we just, like, ducked down and, like, rolled into these woods. And, uh... Or like these under this underbrush that was on the edge because he was parked right up against the woods. Smart guy, but he's not that smart. It was a foot. Don't bring your your bang van to a place where a bunch of kids are playing football. You know, unless you want the side of your van hit with a stick. Because I'm doing it, I, and a kid. I, I hope to this day there's still a kid out there who does that. Because you got to carry that tradition on. You know, I was cock blocking before I even knew what it was. It's like. <laughs> all just trying to see boobs because like, before you you get a good glimpse at them in real life you really want to see them all the time you're like oh boobs that'd be awesome you know and so you always end up seeing boobs you never want to see right you'll be at like a swimming pool and like some you know like 500 pound lady like a bathing suit like rips off of her when she jumps off the diving board and you're like oh okay whatever you know you get a little bit you know a little bit chubby down there whatever because it's still boobs right but you're like oh i don't know that wasn't really what i was expecting like it was kind of strange whatever it was just a weird time you know but they are great i think i'm going to start a petition to replace all politicians with just breast how how much better would the world be if just like all right there's no more un 
just uh, every country is represented by the best set of boobs from that country. And uh, there would probably be wars over that then. Civil wars. No, Mrs. North Carolina is the best set of boobs. No, she doesn't. It's South Carolina. Oh, let's kill each other over boobs. But yeah, that'd be great. No UN, just bun- all the no countries there. No armies or nothing, just the best breast. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how economy would work. Milk, just a lot of milk, I guess. It's all it's based on, milk and honey. Because you still have bees around. You'll need flowers to get to the chicks. So there'll be bees for the flowers. You have honey and then the milk. It's great. Yeah, it's the economy. That's all we need. One quart of milk, one quart of honey. And the world's economy is just back on track, folks. Oh, you know, I feel like I should get to a joke. I actually have some joke pads here. The cat is sleeping on top of the joke books. And he gets pissed off when you move stuff from underneath him. You know? Hey? Hey? Okay, buddy. Chill. Chill. Get away from me. Why are you hissing? Look at this thing. He's being a dick. Being a dick. See, yeah, he's, I'm just trying to grab my comedy pad and this thing's going nuts, buddy. What's up? Okay. You okay? Okay. Oh, that just set back the relationship a little bit. Cats, you never know where you stand with them. I could go back in the cats. The last five podcasts have always been fucking cats. Actually, it was more maple syrup, but before that, it was all cats. Because they kept on butting in on what I was doing. Anyway, let's see what's written down in here. Uh, da, da, da. I don't know. There's nothing. It's a blank comedy pad. Oh, poor Steve. Oh. okay buddy it's okay all right you know this cat just pisses me off sometimes you know uh, da, 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 da. all right saw a tv i saw i saw a tv ad that said the newest sexiest flat screen the sexiest the sexiest flat screen tv yeah I'm not sure about you guys, but I still need to see a naked chicks on that screen to uh, be turned on, you know? There's nothing sexy just about a TV. Like, I've never walked by a TV on the side of the road, cracked screen, just sitting in the garbage, like, wow, that's sexy. Or even, like, walking by that same TV, mean like, wow, I bet that thing used to be sexy, you know? That, that TV just sitting there. Like, somehow a skinnier... That, that, that's how they, 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 they market these TVs. They're like, the skinnier the TV, the sexier the TV. Don't you want a sexy TV? Why would I want a sexy TV? That's such a stoop. Anyone who buys that TV because of that ad is a moron. So a lot of, pretty much everyone who's seen that ad. But yeah, it's sexy. It's the sexiest TV you've ever seen in your life. You know? You never gonna, you don't judge TV. You judge them what, on the high definition of it, on how many channels it gets. You know, the contrast, the, the size, the inches of it, right? Oh, yeah, it's a 52-inch TV. Super sexy. It's flat screen too. Flat screen, super sexy, 58 inch. It's like, it's a TV. That's all it is. That's all it ever will be. You know? If you think a TV's sexy, then you are probably Elon Musk. You know? That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that TV is, uh, is, uh, looks um, uh, very good. We, we need to find a way to uh, have sex with that TV. You know, Elon Musk. Thank you very much. No, but yeah, just like too dead set on, like, just go to the future already trying to make electronic next thing they'll be like oh check out that gorgeous radio oh yeah that's gotta be 
uh, the most voluptuous freezer I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, that is a voluptuous freezer. Really curvy. Damn, that's a damn fine walkie-talkie. Oh, shit, that walkie-talkie is damn Yeah, like, we shouldn't talk about electronics sexily, like they're sexy things. Because they're not. They're electronics. They're annoying things, you know? The second you figure out how to use them, they're outdated. You're like, okay, I finally figured out the cell phone and all this cool stuff I can do on it. It's like, oh, yeah, that thing? Uh, it doesn't. It's not even. Uh, it's, a, it's stupid. It's a stupid phone now. Your phone's dumb. It's a year old. You know? Like, it's just, I don't know. Technology. Am I bitter at technology, folks? Let me know. James Hammond Comedy, hotmail.com. Do I sound a little bitter at technology? Yeah, you know the movie Office Space where they beat up the fax machine in the field? I used to pleasure myself to that scene. So you ask yourself, do I hate technology? Yes, I do. Do, 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 do. Boom. I hate technology. I think satellites will follow me. I hate technology. Government is listening through TVs and radios and lots of fine, shiny things. Oh, I hate technology. I do. There you go. Little song break. It's not even I hate it. Like, I'm using it. I love technology. I'm using a cell, uh, this microphone, this laptop. It's great. But this technology I'm using has been around for a long time, at least like 15, 20, 30 years. You know, mic, computer. That's, that's good. That's good technology. It's, you don't need to get it any more confusing than that, you know? You don't have to make any more stuff, really. The second Some stuff you just, you got, gets made, and that, that's all you need, right? Like, CDs were great. You know, USB is even awesome awesome it's good stuff but there's gonna be something else after that right like don't you want all your songs just um implanted in your brain with a single uh it's a music vaccine it just goes right in your we inject this uh music vaccine directly into your brain and then you end up um hearing all the songs in there all the time it's great you know just right in the ear and then you just think of a song and it plays and he goes oh my god that sounds horrible you know think of a song and it plays in your head it's probably happening. I shouldn't even be saying this stuff. The second you talk about it, instantly, you know, some sick person spying on me. You know, for the UN Army or whoever it is, the Mossad. It's just like, all right, we got to do this. We're on this. Except don't make it only play really shitty songs, right? Oh, that could be a form of war right there. A form of, definitely a form of war. Just like, you get a little chip into someone's ear and only play Chumbawamba 24 hours a day. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down. I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. It's like, all right, like the first 12 hours, you'd be fine. But then after that, you're just like, oh my God, like just, yeah, come in, invade us, take every, take the gold, take the water, take the trees, just turn off the Chumbawamba sound weapons, you know, it could work. Maybe I miss my calling working for the uh, Illuminati, creating uh, horrific, horrific weapons for to, to wage against humanity. Probably. That was probably what I should be doing in my life. I'm doing podcasts, comedy, making music, trying to bring joy to people's lives. Like, no, I should have just been making weapons this whole time. What a fool I was. You know? Is there a way you can turn comedy into a weapon? Is comedy a weapon? You know, unless you get someone to laugh so hard, they just like... One of their internal organs implodes. That'd be pretty nuts, right? Maybe you serve, like... Nah, I don't know. <laughs> now, it's the opposite. It's really, like, diffuses any weapon. That's the whole point of comedy. 
someone's got a gun pointed at you, still say a joke and get them to be like, ah, all right, I'm not going to kill you. Pretty much if someone's got a gun pointed at you, you know they're pretty nuts, right? So the kind of person who could be swayed by a joke, definitely, to end a life or not end a life, you know? If they're going to end your life anyway, it's like, all right, just make a joke and hope for the best. So you call that a gun? <laughs> Should have brought your bigger one, loser. <laughs> Buddy, you're funny. I like your style. I like the cut of your jib. Want to go get a Molson? You're like, yeah, let's go. Then you end up hanging out for a bit. A couple hours later, you're with him shooting up the same place. No, Mr. No, that's uh Don't ever take violence. Do not ever act on violence. The only time it's good to be violent is um, when you're actually a homicidal maniac, right? Because then it's warranted, you know? Like if you're at, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's still not good. It's horrible. It's never good to be violent. I was always told uh, it was never good to fight. So whenever I did fight, or I'd always feel really bad. I'd like I tear up more than the person I was fighting. I'd feel like why are you? I'd feel like I so bad like that the person was making me hurt them that I was put into a situation where I had to hurt a person because I didn't wanna, you know? Like why are you making me do it? And like the people get all freaked out like this guy's nuts, you know? Uh, at least that's what I think. They wouldn't say that. Like, this guy's... In, but they'd all be like... You know that look on people's faces. Like, ugh. Like, this guy... I'm not inviting him to my birthday party. No. No. Like, he can hang out on the lawn. Yeah. He can come and hang out on the lawn. And, like, anyone shows up we don't want there, we'll get him to, like, do something about it. But, like, I don't want him inside the house. You know? I put off that vibe. Like, I'm not an inside-the-house kind of guy. At least I wasn't. I like to think I've grown and matured into an inside-the-house guy. People may be like, yeah, I'd have you inside my house. You're a nice... Uh, Nice enough person. You're, uh, you know, I used to work a lot. And um, after, well, that's not a lot, but I'd work. And then after work, I'd go out to people's places right away. Not necessarily shower. And I, sometimes my feet would just gather up a stench, a dirty stink. I feel like I've lost a couple friends that way. Not even friends, but just invitations to people's houses. Because right? there's a couple good buddies. I had, one, I had one buddy and got invited. He got married. I was really happy for him. And I got went to his house. Like once after they got married, I remember I came from work and I took my boots off and I could smell. I was like, I even a pot. I'm like, yeah, dude, my boots stink. Like, sorry, buddy, I just came from work. He's like, oh, dude, it's fine, don't worry. And then I just never heard from him again for like ten years, longer, twelve years. He messaged me like a couple months ago. I was like, hey, what's up, man? My my marriage fell apart. Want to hang out? And I'm like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) And I didn't say that, but twelve years, you don't see someone. They just message you up like it's all cool. Like I still would hang out with them, but I mean, the foot stink. You can't hold that against me. Right? The foot stench. I don't know if I should name drop who it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nah. But it's funny. Just stanking up people's inner hallways. You know that first part of their house? It gets a boxed in area. There's not a lot of airspace in there. So when you come in there and there's a, a nasty pair of shoes, you smell it. I think they designed houses that way. Just to really ostracize people with stinky feet. Some guy was like, I hate people with stinky feet. The first architect was just like, did not like people with stinky, I mean, I, I don't know if there's anyone out there who's like, yeah, I really, I really enjoy people with stinky feet, you know, I don't hate or, or uh, dishate, what's the opposite of hate now, love, uh, yeah, people with uh, stinky feet per se, it's just um, the stench you hate, you know, and like the, you know, that person's the cause of the stench, so you go, okay, I guess I kind of, I, I hate you too, no, I don't, I don't really hate anyone, but is that what you do? Like, like I hate the radiation in the Pacific Ocean, killing all the fish. But can I hate Japan for uh, having that, that faulty nuclear reactor get hit by an earthquake and not having the proper safety protocols in place? No, I can't. 
I can't do that. But um, they should clean that up, really. Someone should, like, clean the radiation out of the water. Can we always do, like, a, a mental blessing to the water, like a healing to the Fukushima radiation water, like, it's, I don't know, telekinetically shifted or something? Because it's not. How else is it going to get cleaned? Getting a couple couple hundred thousand Russian volunteers with with hand, you know, with uh, vinyl gloves and Dawn soap. It's always Dawn. Whenever, whenever there's a natural disaster, it's always like, Dawn was used to save a thousand ducklings from this oil spill. The soap natural disasters. Dawn. I'm pretty sure there's like oil products in Dawn too. That's the funniest part. We used oil to clean the oil off of. <laughs> I don't know. What's in Dawn? Does anyone know? I'm not going to look up. I'm not going to look it up. I don't care enough to find out what's in Dawn. Not the dawn, like the morning, but like, you know, the soap. Right? Why do they call it dawn? It's a bad name for a soap company. Great soap. It's the best one if you use it. But it makes your rags stink. I don't know if you noticed that. But it's um, it's a great uh, great soap. But dawn is a bad name. Dawn. Clean yourself with dawn. I'll clean yourself at dawn. And generally don't do dishes in the morning. Like I don't wake up to a pot, a sink full of dirty dishes and start cleaning, right? You do the dishes at night before you go to bed or as you go, if you're smart. So generally I do them at night before I go to bed because uh, you don't get a chance to a lot, you know? But um, who's in that? Who's sitting in on that uh, marketing meeting? All right, we got to name a new dish soap. All right, what are we going to call it? Um, uh, How about uh, soap with like three S's? Everyone's like, ah, we can do better. Okay, uh, mm, uh, the grease killer, grease killer. Now that's two over the top. Okay, uh, dirt damager, dirt damager. Yeah, it's a good name for a soap. The dirt damager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a uh, okay. Then people are throwing out names, and then there's like two people talking in the back, and it's like, yeah, man. Oh, like, what'd you get up to last night? Oh, crazy party, dude. Yeah, this meeting sucks. That party is way better than this meeting. I hate this marketing meeting. Stupid soap marketing meetings. They're like, yeah, I hate it too. And it's like, man, like, when did you get home? I don't know. Got home around dawn. It was like, what was it? What was that? Are you guys talking back there? It's like, uh, what did you say? I, uh, dawn. Hmm. I dawn. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. We like it. Everyone's like, dawn, dawn. That's so out there. Like it's just obscure. Like who? Like, <laughs> Marty. That's a great name for a soap. Dawn. I don't. Is this so? Like it catches your eye. It's a thing that everyone knows, no matter who you are. You know what dawn is. Dusk, dawn, dawn, nighttime, you know, dawn, morning, morning, night. It's just one of those things everyone on the planet can associate with. And soap, it's great. It, we, could, we could call anything dawn and we could sell it. It's like, yeah, you really could. Yeah, yeah, all right, great. He's like, yeah, great. And then he became like the CEO of that company. And he didn't care, but he came up with the name because he was talking at the back. So remember, folks, if you ever got a buddy and you're in a meeting, always talk at the back because you never know what you, will, what you might accidentally say. That will get you a nice raise or promoted through the company. This is some uh, job advice brought to you by old Jimmy Hamsicle. That's me. All right. You know what, folks? I got to get up at uh, dawn. So, oh, call back. Um, I got to get out of here. Time to get me out of your hair. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, Remember, if you want to book a comedian for any kind of party show in the near future, once this whole COVID shit clears up, I am booking dates. For the summer now, as well, I am doing personalized comedy video messages and audio messages for any special occasion. If you'd like one for, you know, any any person, you know, who likes laughter, which is every, there's not a person out there who doesn't like jokes or laughter. So you, every person can pretty much do this. It's a great gift. Hit me up. 
at James Hammond Comedy at Hotmail.com. That's J-A-M-E-S. Hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Comedy, C-O-M-E-D-Y. At Hotmail.com. And I'll do that for you. It's great. Um, you know, what else? I feel like I should make one more joke. Yeah? Should we do one more for old time's sake? Do one more for old time's sake. One more. One more. Please, sir, do one more. Don't do it. You suck. Yeah. Get off the stage. All right, fine. Jeez, I'll get off. No, I'll, um, I'll do this. Okay, okay. COVID nonsense. Doug Ford. Jesus Christ. More lockdowns. Locking it down. Locking it down, Dougie. This guy's a maniac. You know? You gotta stay at home. Like, I don't gotta... At one point, when are we just gonna go, okay. I don't know about you, but I've been hearing everyone talking about overpopulation problems for the last, like, fucking... 10, 20 years, everyone's like, the biggest problem in the world is, in fact, overpopulation. And the fact that there's too many people in the world. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And it just keeps on going, keeps on going. And I'd say the reason why the world's overpopulated, right, is because our immune systems are the strongest they ever have been. Right? That's why. And med- medicine is pretty fucking good, too, right? But also, our immune systems. Right? We've adapted. Partially because of the medicine we've been taking. Vaccines, whatever, fucking drugs, medication, and shit like that. So here, here's what I, my thoughts are. If the vaccine's coming and you are one of those people who's getting sick, you know, you're compromised, immune compromised, you feel like you're worried about it in the back of your head, you have an inkling like, I might get it. Yeah, yeah, you know, go get it. Do it up. But if you've been at home or whatever, doing your thing for the last year and a half, you haven't been sick. You haven't even felt sick. You know, you just had your little cold, whatever. Even if you did feel sick or you're like, oh, whatever, it was just a freaking, you know, a cough. It wasn't, a, you know, whatever the hell it is, you know, then don't get it, right? It's just ridiculous. No one should ever have to be forced to get this shit. And that's where it's going. You can hear online. It's like, or on radio and TV and on the internet, everywhere you go. It's just like, oh, you got to go get your vaccine. You gotta, it's like, why would, like, if you haven't been sick and you haven't been worried about it, why would you get a vaccine for something that could possibly give you negative side effects? Like, I have heard stories of negative side effects. And you go, not from personal, like, anyone I know, just online, you've heard, I've heard, you know, not many, I'm sure there's been like a very small percentage of negative side effects, but still, if you haven't been sick, why the hell would you take something that could possibly make you sick? That's all I'm saying, right? But if you're worried about it and you want to get it, then 100% go get it, you know? I don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm probably not going to do it, you know? Just not a big fan of needles. They got to find a better way to administer it. Like uh, blunts. Put a little bit of vaccine in a blunt and you'll get most people on board. Just pass it around Toronto. Everyone will take a hit, you know? All right, folks. I don't know. Doug Ford himself. Couldn't smoke with that guy. He'd be weird. Be like, Dougie, what's on your lip? What's that on your lip? Oh, this is weird, okay? So I was chewing through a Tylenol container. Not a Tylenol, but a child-proof medicine container. All right? Because I couldn't get it to the top of it. It was a press down and turn to the right. I'm pressing down and I'm turning to the right. And it's like... I go, all right. And I try again. I press down, turn to the right. And this, it's making this weird crunchy sound every time it's not, it's like it's not letting me turn it. And this sound is just reminding you that you're an idiot, right? It's like you can't open a child lock. It's like laughing at me, like you can't open a child lock. You can't open a child lock. It's like all right, I get you. So I start chewing at it, and I rip the the lid off with my teeth. But as I'm doing it, like I rip a chunk of skin off my lip. And I looked in the mirror, 
there was like a bit of blood. It looked tremendously like a methy herpes sore, like a really herpes. You know, those like people with who are like meth addicts, meth addicts, meth addicts, <laughs> or uh, or like herpes infected. You know, they got like the sores on their face. You can never really tell. But it looked like that. And I was like, I guess chewing through childproof medicine containers kind of is in like the same category. You got like herpes, meth, people who chew through medicine containers. So it's all lines up, you know, it's uh, maybe that's like maybe herpes and meth really don't even exist. It's just those people were chewing through medicine containers. It's a big conspiracy. We've all been uh, tricked by uh, big meth to think that it exists. No, it's uh, but just notice it just, just heads up. Next time you see a person with a weird cut on their lip, don't assume that it's an, that it's, you know, a sexually transmitted disease unless you're smoking a joint with them. Then 100 percent assume it is and don't pass it to them. But. You know, don't you know? Don't ridicule that person because very well they could have just been chewing through the lid of a childproof medicine container. That's you know, you don't don't judge people until you've walked a mile in their medicine container chewing shoes. I think is the the best way to to end, to send this one off. All right, folks, much love. This has been the comedy podcast. I've been your host, James Hammond. It might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but it was in fact a moment. Take care. Till next time. Boom, but a dirty butt doctor, and he's back for revenge. Oh, well, he's a dirty butt doctor, and he's coming back for revenge.